I'm joined today by Will Told Zodkowski, a construction innovator and entrepreneur building a 3D printed construction startup in Poland. Welcome, Will Told. Hello, hello, thank you for the invitation. Yeah, I wanted to discuss with you the technologies that you're bringing and the team that you built uh, right now. Where are you guys at? What are you printing? Right now, uh, we are printing um, samples. Yeah, we have we done uh, objects which were building uh, this year, and uh, now we spent a lot of work on research and development. So most of our work right now is to print samples and check the quality, check the strength of the materials, check the shape. Is it what we uh, wanted to have and uh, this is that kind of work we are, that we are working with today. Yeah, and it's the important work that I think every group starts off with when they're printing in a new region that they haven't discovered the parameters, uh, how to get a good mix with the local materials available. Uh, I think every printing team can relate to the initial challenges in getting it buildable. Can you go into a little bit more detail about like what are the resources that you have readily available for you in Poland and how are you having to fine tune your mix? So first uh, mix was developed by us. It was a, a blind test of the many, many parameters because let's say we are mechanical engineers. We are not familiar with concrete and we are not uh, such people who has a big knowledge about it. So we try to get something and luckily for us, after a couple of uh, tests, we obtained a mixture which is printable, which is the most important. It wasn't very, very uh, expensive and it was, let's say, quite good. The shrinkage was, uh, wasn't big and other parameters were good, but let's say the mix of the concrete when you are um, when you are mechanicals, it's not the thing that you want to do all the time. Yeah. So right now we are taking some mostly the samples from the big concrete companies, which are going into the market, and they want to check if their if their product is uh, okay. Yeah. So we obtain some samples, uh, we test it. Uh, so hopefully for us, we don't have to prepare our materials right now and we can focus on the mechanical on electrical uh, automatic automatic uh, part of the of the machine yeah. and so far do you think that the materials from these companies are okay or i know yeah, there's lots of room for improvement but are they printable yeah, yeah. easy to work with they are they are okay they are printable is are they easy to work uh, uh, not not every time. Yeah, I think there was a quite difference between the uh, parts when you obtain one. One day you obtain something different, which you obtain a couple of weeks later. And uh, I think is a result that they don't produce it in big uh, in big volumes. Yeah, it's uh, mostly the small production made just for us because we are. The only such uh, such company in Poland who who can use it. So uh, they are. Let's say the price is not not satisfying right now. Uh, what uh, 
I think uh, should be done in every, I think it's, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't involve only us, but I think every 3DCP company in Poland that the materials uh, must go uh, under, under some, some, uh, some value that it will be very cost efficient. Yeah. So that's the issue. And yeah, but I think uh, according to the growth of the market, yeah, more companies are interested in that area. So they, they let's say they spent more, more money on R and D. Uh, and I think in maybe next year we will obtain materials, which are printable, quite cheap and easy to work. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. There's always that hope and it could be tomorrow. It could be next year. Yeah. It could be three years from now. It's already, nobody can predict the future, but, uh, the more people working on it, the better chance it has of being sooner. I think. Yes. Yes. It, 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 it depends. Uh, let's say like, yeah, give me Tari, give me people, give me money and I will, I will get you the result. Yeah. It, it works in the, in the, in the same way. Uh, according to the resources that we have in Poland, uh, I would say that uh, I had, uh, I'm very glad that I had the such team which I have right now. They are mostly, uh, except me and uh, Michal, which is also the co-founder, all people in our company are under 30. So they are 25, 26, 27 years old. They are graduated from uh, universities of technologies in Poland, well, mostly from Warsaw, but we have also a uh, guy which is, who is from Gdańsk. Uh, that's, uh, that's the big resource that we have in Poland, that we have well-educated uh, engineers, yeah? And I think uh, when you compare it to other countries, uh, the cost of, uh, of labor uh, is uh, lower. Yeah? Let's say when we compare to the US, I think it's, uh, it's a big difference. Uh, and it's, I think, our advantage also. Hmm, interesting. Because partially, if the cost of labor is cheaper, then the labor the robot replaces is less valuable. Yeah, that's 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 the true. But uh, in Poland, uh, after nineties, we have this thing in the society that it's a shame to go not to study. Yeah, let people, the the parents are telling you go study, you will have a better work. Yeah? And every every. Mm, like in Poland, the amount of people who had a master of bachelor's degree is, let's say, I don't know, 70% of the people. Um, so mm, it's that the issue that um, people are over-educated to, to work on the construction, but um, we have a lot of people who are graduated from the studies which are not very search on the work market. Yeah, uh, they don't earn a lot of money. On uh, they have to change the change the scope of the of the work. It's not. Uh, it doesn't have anything with the common 
mm-hmm. what they have studied before. Uh, so they're not the realizing issue. the full potential of their education. Yeah, but let's say when we when we talk, and yeah. I think technical education right now, uh, according to the world, is uh, technical and IT. Yeah, is that and medicine? Yeah, of course. If you if you are a doctor in every part of the work, you we will get the you will get the work. In Poland, we have a lack of doctors, lack of nurses, also yeah, lack of engineers and lack of IT specialists. Yeah, I think in US, uh, I know that. Some of my colleagues who went to US, they they work for big companies and they they won't come back, yeah, because they are earn a lot of money there. But uh, I think the suction from the market for for specialists is the same in every uh, every part of the world. Yeah, and it's an interesting, uh, in reality, even though the goal is to automate construction with this technology, it's not fully automated. So there's still two people, three people, four people working on the system. Um, And it's so early, there's so much improvements needed in the material, in some of the systems, in the way that uh, the process that they install, roofing, electrical, plumbing. uh, So all that stuff is a lot of labor and yes. in this stage, it's a lot of R&D. So having access to that R&D labor at a more reasonable price uh, could be an advantage, even though initially companies were looking to build in places the labor costs were high. Who knows how much research and development it will take, which yes. is an expense, a labor it, expense. It, it, uh, you, nobody knows it right now, uh, I think. But let's say we... When I compare um, our company to uh, to 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 global competitors, yeah, I would say that we obtain the same level because we can print quite uh, quite good quality walls, and we obtain it in very very uh, slow amount of the money. I think, which is our also advantage. Yeah, we don't have any big company behind of us, so. Uh, we have to count every 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 dollar. Yeah, I would say we don't have a dollar as a currency, but we have to count everything. And um, according according small budget, we obtain the results that we can compare with with big companies, which uh, who has a background in uh, um, very big uh, potential potentats. I don't. I'm not. Is it the word potentats in English? Uh, let's say potential, sure. Uh, so we are a sm- small company, and I think that uh, we get the result uh, like the biggest in the market also has. So uh, I'm very happy from uh, from that. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, there's no specific reason that any one company is far and away much more advanced than other companies. And uh, like Elon Musk said last week, a small motivated team can outpace a very big team that's just a little bit less motivated. Yeah, um, so I, I, I with hope all, it I mean, you got the printer, it's moving XYZ axis. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah. And what stage are you at? So the first printer you built 
what, what are the dimensions? Okay, so we right now we have two printers. Uh, one is uh, designed to be carry on on the truck. So uh, it's uh, according to Polish law. If you want to put something on the truck and you don't have to, and it's not a special, so you have to close the doors or uh, make some legal operations. So we have the printer which can be carried on the on the truck, which is the small one. And we have uh, we have uh, modular design which is made from aluminium cranes. And uh, right now in our facility, the working area is uh, uh, ten by six by four meters. Yeah, but it can be easily uh, extended. Mm -hmm. You just have to um, add. That's pretty large. Uh, yeah, it's pretty large, but but we have the potential to be, let's say, the area could be something about four times uh, four times larger. Yeah, it, uh, of course. And when you do, yeah, physically you can do it and extend it even more, but uh, you have then you have this problem with, with the stiffness. Yeah. Of course, when, when the beam is very, very long, it, it will, you know, you will have some displacements that you can't avoid, yeah? Uh, so that's the, that's the issue, but uh, I think mm, when you can print something like uh, 13 by 15 meters uh, in, in one step, yeah, it's quite good, then you can move the printer, let's say, the amount and this amount of the printer, it's one day, yeah? so it's not a very, very, very long. What do you think is easier, small printing or big printing? Mm, it, it depends, yeah. When you print small things, you have to foc be very focused on the quality. Yeah? It, uh, when you print some landscapes, more architecture, it's very, it's very important to to make it perfect. Yeah, when you print a lot of material in one, you, when you print big objects, yeah, the, then the, your goal is to print as much as possible uh, in uh, in uh, the amount of the time. Yeah, so you have to print fast. So I would say uh, that printing big objects is easier than small except for from the mechanical point of view yeah when you take take materials into the consideration when you print something uh, big you have some issues that you don't meet with small small objects let's say when you print 10 meters long wall uh, the shrinkage of the material uh, can give you some cracks you, that you want to obtain on some pot, uh, flow, uh, uh, you know, this thing for the flowers, yeah. Uh, I remember, I forgot. Sure, flower pot. Flower pot, thank you, yeah, my English. You know, I have strong Polish English and strong accent, Slavic accent, so, and English, you know, it's not my common Sorry, language. Buddy. Yeah, but I'm trying hard, so believe me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so when you print a flower pot, you ha don't have any issues with the shrinkage of the material, yeah? When you print 
10 meters long wall, the shrinkage can be an issue. Mm -hmm. And can that be overcome with expansion joints or less monolithic structures? Yes, you can. Uh, so when you put it, uh, if I understood your question well, so uh, if you print uh, something uh, long, maybe you should, uh, you know, make some, let's say, dilatation, yeah? So uh, some, somehow compensate the, the shrinkage of the material. So maybe join, join two, two walls, which are uh, connected somehow, and they have to, to, they have the possibility to compensate the shrinkage. And how, what was the timing that you started this company? You started bringing the team well, together, developing the first Yeah, project. yeah. We started in 2018, but uh, the real work was started in 2019. Uh, the team which I have right now was completed in 2020. And uh, mostly, mostly, yeah, we are in the same team, just we are searching from some new new people, no new people are coming, but the, the route is uh, route is the same. So that was a very different time when you started that company to today. What was the initial vision for why it needed to be started? Uh, let's say it, it, has it, was, that evolved. It, it was quite surprising for us because um, we also work on the university and some of business angels came to us and ha has a questions to review some some invention that he obtained. Is it possible or not? Uh, in our, it was a quite good invention. The guy has a has a idea to print bricks and put the bricks to uh, on to print bricks on the on the side. Yeah, but let's say uh, let's say. It might it might be good, but if you want to do something, I say it it has to be more similar for uh, traditional FDM printing, 3D printing. So from bricks, you won't obtain any shape. You you have to somehow connect them, uh, and maybe it's not 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 most effective way to to put uh, put uh, buildings on on site. Yeah, so from let's say the reviewers we be became the executors of the idea yeah so we we have to review some idea and according in uh, in, in our work it obtained that we have a let's say different idea how to do it it, it wasn't our idea yeah we just checked the, the what is going on the market yeah and we let's say make uh, make analysis what is on uh, is what is advantage we check the advantages and disadvantages of both both uh, both methods and which uh, we agreed that uh, something similar to fdm is more is better yeah so it, it was in 2018 then we tried to find some funding uh, the first funding we got in 2019 uh, from this money we make the first printer and 
we saw that, okay, we can do it, yeah? The printing is not a big issue uh, for us, we can do it. Uh, then we obtain a bigger money from National Center of Research in Poland. And it, has, it is a very interesting project because it, it uh, depends 3DCP printing, but uh, the main goal is to prepare machine which allows you to put reinforcement automatically into the concrete. Because one of the barriers that 3DCP has right now is the fact that uh, you don't put uh, reinforcement uh, automatically. Yeah, you have to, there is, when, when you see the movies from the printing, you will see that the machine is putting uh, concrete in layers. And then there is a guy who put a bar between the layers and that's the, that's the, uh, it's not, not it's not uh, automation yeah, of the work. So we we have some mm -hmm. we exactly. have a pat patent granted in Poland in uh, in uh, in Europe and also we are we are uh, applying for the patent in US that uh, is uh, fully automatic reinforcement which is quite similar to. Uh, protrusion of uh, composite uh, reform, reinforcement bars. Yeah? If you know how composite reinforcement bars looks like, it is quite similar. We don't obtain something which is one. It's like most, it's a little bit, I would say, rectangular in cross-section, but it uh, bonds very well to the concrete and the increase uh, increase of the strength when you uh, in bending uh, test is uh, is good it, it is what what we expected yeah yeah that's really good to hear i mean the whole idea is that over time the process becomes fine-tuned and everything becomes automated uh so it's yes. great to hear you're able to further automate uh other jobs like the reinforcement concrete alone has very weak tensile strength so you need of some course. kind of metal to get any kind of tensile strength in the building yeah, yeah uh, it's great no, or... to have the machine doing that um good okay so as, as you said uh, there are two two kind of the bars yeah you have the metal bars and composite bars yeah um it uh, it was it, it I would say it's quite difficult to put uh, metal bar uh, into the concrete from and you know when we print something we have uh, very very free, we have a freedom of the shape yeah so metal bar steel bars are not not the best not, not the best solution but when you can when you produce a composite mm -hmm. bar on the side you can uh, you can modulate the shape of it and uh, it gives you uh, quite huge possibilities. Okay, so when you say composite, I've seen fiberglass uh, rebar, I've seen basalt rebar. What kind of material are you using? Uh, you can use um, every kind of the fibers. You can use basil, basil, yeah, uh, carbon or fiber. Um, when you look at the cost and uh, 
cost efficiency ratio in building the best one will be glass fibers because uh, of the they are the cheapest one and they give you good enough uh, good enough parameters to to put it because as you said the concrete is very good material when you uh, compress it but very very weak when you uh, have a tensile in it so you have to just to put some something which increase the strength in tensile part yeah yeah cool and so how much was the first grant that you got to to the small the, printer the, fir the first grant was let, let, let's calculate to to us yes yeah? so it was uh, a little bit less than two hundred thousand. yeah it was the first one the second one is it was uh, a little little bit more than one million so we made this r d in Less so a lot of money, but not a crazy amount. No, I I would say if if you are less than your competitors, in, and if especially if you, it's is the one factor, and especially if you are have a technical R and D, a mechanical, it's uh, you you have to make some some tests, buy some things, order uh, order some from you know from CNC, check it and. Um, then you you might test and it works but uh, you are not satisfied yeah uh, another iteration yeah after another iteration it works better but still yeah you have to improve something and uh, we have a huge amount of the parts uh, on our on our workshop which was uh, used one time and was custom made and uh, they are they are made not usable anymore yeah so in in technical technical uh, technical issues one million is like it's it's, it's not enough i would say yeah? r d and building for custom machine parts and all the yeah, other things expenses uh, yeah the materials good, expensive good. too what in your experience what do you think the shelf life is like of the material? Uh, what once again shelf life? The shelf life. So after you order the material, how long do you have to use it before it's maybe not the best to operate? Um, uh, so you're asking about how long I have to wait for the for the part, or? Uh, no after you order the material you get the concrete dry concrete okay and okay if you wait one year it probably won't print very well yes that's true right so how long do you have yeah so let's say uh, three months is uh, is guaranteed by by the supplier uh, it should it should uh, least mm -hmm. half of the year yeah but after the half of the year the parameters are quite different and when you are may maybe you can use it but uh, we're making mostly the tests yeah so let's say we don't have we don't want to have another parameter which is unknown by us yeah uh, after after a couple of months 
the mixture is, is, is different than it was at the beginning and it gives you some some another unknown into the equation yeah when you test other parts so you don't want it yeah in R&D uh, so let's say three months is a time that you should use your material yeah, yeah that makes sense and right now to get started you've done most of your printing in your warehouse do you think ultimately that'll be the strategy of printing in the warehouse and moving parts or will you ever print on site? Yeah, we, we also print on site. Yeah, we made the, the first uh, on site printed building in Poland. It was a technical building for the restaurant. But uh, I think I think there will be in future there will be uh, two ways. Yeah? One is take machine and print house or complex of the house uh, in the infield. And the second one is uh, precast, yeah. Uh, pre, 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 precast, uh, let's prefabrication, yeah. Uh, let's mm -hmm. say according what the typical ways of building houses, the precast is the best one, yeah. It's maybe, maybe it's not common when you are building a single houses but it's let's say it's also the it's also quite expensive but you have the best quality yeah, from precast uh, when you consider 3dcp you can have the precasted uh, houses but you can precast it uh, in very uh, very you have the freedom of the shape you have you don't have to produce one type of the houses yeah uh, from the form yeah you can arrange the space and precast something uh, something different yeah that's the one one advantage and the second thing that the prefabrication facility is a huge amount of money to 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 invest yeah it's, uh, uh, we work with such uh, companies in Poland and they have a very big area and uh, the factory is awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's big and they hire, uh, let's say, hundreds of the people yeah, in one. And uh, according to, um, to the cost, it's not efficient to travel with the prefabricated part very far because of the weight of the concrete yeah the transport costs a lot of money yeah? so with 3dcp printer you can mm -hmm. um, you can uh, build small precast factory in uh, in field and supply local local customers yeah Yeah, that makes sense. I'm checking out your website right now, and it seems like the most of the products you have listed uh, at the top are smaller stuff like benches and flower pots and uh, like civil public use stuff or parks potentially. Uh, yeah. Have you been able to sell those? Yeah, we sell a couple of those. Let's say it's uh, uh, from the small machine. It was uh, let's say the best just best way to produce something like this but now we have the big uh, the the big modular machine and we want to go a level up yeah uh, let's say also the 
we are uh, mm. designers, yeah? The, we would like to sell machines to the customers and which know the market, which know the needs of the customers. And, uh, and our, our work, our focus will be on developing new technologies uh, and improving what we have now. Yeah? We do it because for nice. now. And so for, are you still in the R&D phase? Yeah, yeah, of course. We we are finishing right now for this now. Rainfor Rainfor reinforcement. Yeah, so it uh, works. It works quite good, but not. Uh, it's not a final product. Yeah, it's, it it uh, needs some some amount of work uh, to to sell it, but uh, it, it will be done. Mm, we also try to f we also trying to find fundings for. Um, we have a second patent uh, approved uh, in Europe, so uh, the, it, uh, the, it's about technology to prepare uh, supports. Yeah, when you when you are printing, uh, you know, doors, windows, you have the mm -hmm. uh, you have you have you have lentil. Oh, thank you, thank you. You have uh, something which you you are not able to print right now because it will collapse, yeah. Like in FDM printing, yeah, you have to prepare some supports. Of course, printing supports from the concrete is not the best way because it's uh, let's say one expensive. Then uh, you have to remove it, yeah. Uh, it makes uh, when you remove the concrete. It uh, it's a waste that it's quite not ecological. Yeah, it's heavy. It's uh, you will pay a oh, lot yeah. of money to to recycle it. So we have we have a patent to, which allows us to print with uh, uh, PS polystyrene. Yeah. Uh, so and the polystyrene is quite. Easy yeah. to to melt before, and it can be recycled a couple of times. So, also when you when you have this possibility to print the polystyrene, you can uh, prepare the insulation on the site. Yeah, because right now uh, you have to insulate buildings in traditional way by, you know, bond uh, slabs of uh, PS or XPS on the wall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, is the printer for sale yet? Yeah, yeah. For, for, for printer which uh, print concrete walls is for sale. Uh, for sale, 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 sale. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and uh, sale. sale. Uh, and uh, it's a modular design, so we are thinking uh, in our design to be able to add more, more abilities to concrete printer when we develop. So uh, the printer is ready to take also the reinforcement and in the future to take uh, this uh, supporting uh, or and insulation uh, device yeah, on it. One of the challenges for a lot of groups, especially on a larger system, uh, like 10 meters by six meters is pretty large. 
hose management can be a struggle reaching both corners of the print for a larger object. Uh, oftentimes, you'll need to have a person making sure the hose isn't swinging into a print or a freshly printed wall. What's your hose management solution like? Um, let uh, hose management um, we put in into um, uh, the same way like you put uh, wires on the on the uh, big structure. Yeah, uh, I, let me say check to check the proper word. Okay, mm. sure. It's cable guide. Yeah. So we use uh, cable guides, uh, which are, let's say, bigger. And we, the hose is, uh, let's say you, you won't even see it uh, on the printer. Yeah? It's very, uh, very aesthetically put it into a structure. Pleasing, sure. That sounds dangerous, though, because the hose can be the source of a lot of problems. So what if there's a burst? Uh, burst, uh, that means it, it is uh, from friction, yeah? Uh, or, uh, sorry. From friction or pressure? Uh, let's say we don't have such issues um, uh, the hose was uh, most when we have troubles with the hose it's because the, of the pumping system I would say yeah we have some uh, some issues with pumping the concrete That's and, fair. Sometime, and sometimes when you have the, the issue is um, you won't be able to fix it in a small amount of time and sometimes just you have this uh, it's a trouble yeah and uh, conc concrete just uh, hard in your in your house yeah if you don't if you don't push it yeah from from the pump it will stay in the hose mm -hmm. and uh, then you have to just to to change the hose for the new one is it's you cannot do it anything else yeah so it's the only 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 solution yeah that you can do is to change the hose and uh, of course if it's in cable guide uh, the change is uh, is uh, harder yeah, to 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 pre to done mm -hmm. so since you mentioned the mixer pump system uh, yeah. How do you like your mixer pump system? What's good about it? I don't think there's any perfect mixer pump system out there. Uh, so maybe we could talk about that for a bit. Yeah, yeah. What uh, our mixer pump is not a dedicated for concrete, let's say, is uh, our system is dedicated for uh, plastering. Yeah, something that you put on the walls to, to give them the structure. Yeah, it's plastering in English. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say uh, plaster. Plaster. So the difference between the our concrete and plaster is like oh, let's say earth and uh, and earth and sky. Yeah. So um, plaster. Um, our 
our concrete is stiff, tixotropic, um, uh, sticky. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. the plaster is let's say powering. Yeah, it's it won't if you take it, it, it won't. You can okay, the, the concrete for for 3 dcp you can take into your hand, throw it in uh, in, in roof, and it it won't won't fall. Yeah. It's uh, such a thing which is quite difficult to pump, yeah. And according that we are not, uh, mm -hmm. we are not a production uh, company. We are uh, we are production company of machines, not production of uh, concrete objects. Uh, so uh, our pump is is uh, let's say is used not very often. Uh, but we, we used it to R&D, but uh, it's it's dedicated for plasters because it was cheap, yeah? Uh, and that's why we are using it. The mm -hmm. dedicated, uh, dedicated uh, pumps, which could be, could be better, yeah? Uh, it's not, not, I'm not so sure about it, but I hope they are better, uh, cost uh, much more, yeah? Well, they're certainly not perfect. I haven't seen a perfect mixing pump system yet, but uh, maybe it'll be better. I don't know what you're working with now. Or do, you, do you have a rotor stator? Yeah, yeah, a rotor stator. And you are not able to put, uh, you know, gravel uh, more than two millimeters Yeah, right now. Uh, so it's not, uh, let's say gravel is a good thing when you are, working with concrete yeah it gives you a strength and uh, mm -hmm. and uh, decrease the cost of the material yeah uh, so rotor stator, it tends to not come out looking as nice though with the printed buildings yeah it doesn't look nice but uh, the gravel ends up making the layers pretty rough that's true that's true but um, it, it depends how you design your your nozzle. Yeah? If you put something which goes after the nozzle, yeah, it can smooth the uh, the gravel surface. Yeah, so it it it's it's it is better than I would say. Yeah? But I I agree with most of the people don't like it. Yeah, the, the gravel in 3DCP the same thing. Yeah? It's not. But when you print home and let's say. You have to put insulation on one side, yeah? You won't see it. You will see it only during the the production, yeah? The, during the building, yeah? then you won't see it. On the, in the inside, you also will, you sh probably will put some plaster, yeah? To, to make walls smooth and uh, uh, to make them smooth, yeah? So, uh, it, I won't say it's, uh, issue i think it's uh, uh, let's say opportunity for for technology when you will be able to easily put gravel into the mixture you will decrease the costs yeah you will uh, improve the the strength of the concrete so you can use cheaper uh, cheap, uh, cheaper concrete also yeah uh, i think it, it's uh, it's 
gravel in 3DCP, I think, is the future also. Mm -hmm. But pump is a uh, pump is so uh, at this stage, thing. what do you guys need the most right now? To go ahead, no, no, what I need the most to what do you need the most to grow? Uh, capital, capital. <laughs> like, like, uh, um, yeah, yeah, I think. I think we have uh, good ideas. Mm, I think I, I built a quite good and motivated team, which uh, they can solve the issues uh, which are in this uh, in this area. So uh, we are searching for uh, for money, and I think we'll develop it. Uh, we. We will pro present some good inventions in in area of free DCP. I think. Yeah, that's a good plan. How much capital are you looking to raise at this point? It it depends. Yeah, it depends what we do. We are looking from uh, uh, from one to three millions. Yeah, dollars. It's it's what we are. What what we are looking depends what we want to to get and in uh, in uh, uh, it depends what you want to get and it depends in what time you want to get it yeah so uh, that's our our needs I don't think it's very 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 high amount of the capital for me uh, for me as a person is a is a very <laughs> very big capital yeah but for the company. It's not uh, not uh, not not such a big thing. Yeah, I hear you. And so, will that capital be raised from grants or individuals? We are trying uh, in, in uh, every way. Yeah, we are applying for the uh, for the grants, uh, mostly from uh, uh, from. European European Union and Polish government. Uh, we applied to uh, uh, one in this month because uh, there was some lack of the grants in this year. But they put some some uh, new new this uh, this month. So we applied a one. Uh, let's say we will check it. We also speak with uh, uh, some private capitals, venture capitals about it uh, i would say it's 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 is it's always hard to get money yeah even if you have an idea if you are working with something which is not very common right now yeah the free dcp is uh, very very small it, it doesn't have an one percent of the market yeah right now it's uh, yeah it's less than one percent of one percent yeah, 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 it's a small. Right now, it's it's very, it's considered to be very innovative, in, and uh, it it probably will grow. Every every market researchers say that it will it will grow very fast. Yeah, but still, it will grow from the very small amount. But I think uh, it's good to be at the beginning. Yeah, and uh, develop it from the from the basis uh, and you know someday you will get the fruits of it yeah
Yeah, certainly. I believe that construction automation is really going to take over and be an increasing uh, impact yeah. on construction. We, it's so obvious, right? It's a, let's say it's the the biggest biggest um, part of the economy, uh, global industry. economy, industry, yeah, which is not automated. Yeah, you have the it's mechan you have the mechanization. Yeah, you have the uh, machines which are working, but you don't have an automation here. Yeah, when you took something. Uh, uh, let's say starting from the headphones and your mobile phone, your car, your uh, washing machine, everything is made by robots, yeah? Uh, construction uh, is uh, very, uh, very labor cost, yeah? It costs a lot of labor and uh, it ha it's very dangerous also, yeah, for the people. Uh, I read some some science reports that on uh, on construction sites uh, dies thousand uh, sorry thousand of people every year. Yeah, it maybe don't don't involve such, such countries like Poland or US. Yeah, we have uh, let's say safety uh, in, in well developed countries uh, are uh, is very important. Yeah, and I think that. In whole US, maybe 100 people dies on the construction, maybe less. Yeah, I, I don't know exact numbers, but uh, it's not it's not it's not a big number. Yeah, I'd guess a lot more. You think? Uh, maybe, maybe. But uh, so even in such country like US, if you say that a lot of more people dies on the construction, uh, so you can imagine what happens in s such countries which are poor, yeah, and, and don't have, they don't, they don't put money in, into the safety of the workers, yeah. It could be thousands, yeah. So you were only one magnitude off. There were a thousand and eight deaths in twenty twenty. Thousand, pretty close. In, in US, yeah. One thousand eight. So. That's pretty close. I mean, I would have guessed thousands, many thousands. Uh -huh. At least, you said, I don't know. You said, but, you said uh, in, in one country, in the US. All of the United States. Okay, okay. So, so it's quite impressive. I, I expected a lot, a lot, uh, a lot less than, than 1,000. So, uh, you, you see how 1,000 people is a small village, yeah? Uh, who dies accidentally during the construction. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. So, uh, and I it's 25% of all of the fatalities at work. Oh, and that's a big number, I would say. So, uh, so the safety, maybe it's not easy to say that you will uh, save some money. Yeah? It's, it's not, you don't have this uh, economical, economical background for it, but it's also a very important factor that leads us to, to automation of the, also the construction work. Yeah. Have you ever heard of uh, Lil Yachty? No. No? no? Uh, the musician he has a song that's very popular right now. It's about something took the walk to Poland. Is that familiar to you? 
No, no, the, no. You can, if you can chat with... Forget chat about with... it. <laughs> okay. The, uh, another thing recently in Poland, I know there was a missile or something from the Ukraine-Russia conflict that landed yeah. on your, across your border. Uh, was, well, that wasn't say, close to Warsaw, was it? No, no, no. It, Warsaw is, let's say, on the east side of the Poland. It but was. It Warsaw, you have, I don't, I will check on the map. I think you have two or three hundred kilometers to the, to the border. And the missile was uh, hit five kilometers from the Ukrainian border. So it was quite far from us, I would say. But, we, well, when you we heard about it first time, yeah, so Russia is, you know, is a dangerous country. Yeah? Our history with, with Russia was always, always, always something wrong, yeah? From uh, thousands of the years, we, we have the trouble with Russia. <laughs> so let's say we have a very good, we, have, we are in very good place on the earth, yeah? Because uh, we are in the center of the Europe, let's say. We are between very two big economies, Germany and Russia. But when you took at the, yeah, I, it, it was 200 kilometers from, from the border. From Warsaw, I would say it, it, it could be even 300 kilometers from, from so. Uh, but let's back to the background. Uh, let's say Russia was almost a threat for us, and it, it never stops, yes? So people still remember the Second War. And, uh, you know, Russia is a very big country. They have the nuclear, uh, nuclear weapon. They have everything, yeah? Um, Poland is 40 million country uh, nation, so our armies, uh, let's say, we, we put we're putting a lot of money in develop uh, in our in our army. Uh, we are, I think, we are the only one country in NATO in Europe who meets the requirements of two percent of the national uh, national um, uh, national growth GDP. Yeah, yeah, it should be put into the military, and we put a little bit more even uh, because we know that. Uh, we are afraid of Russia. Yeah? So when we heard about it, uh, seems rightfully so. In the U.S., they reporting now that it was an accident. Yeah, yeah. The, now, now the it's 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 reported that it was accident. And it was a Ukrainian missile who wanted to strike the the Russian missile. Yeah. So let's say it's. Now it's uh, presented like uh, accident and uh, fatal accident, yeah. So if it's true, we are in hope it's it's, it's true. So uh, that's good for us. But you know, this year is quite uh, quite weak in Europe. Yeah, we have the inflation in Poland is is very high. We have more than twenty percent of inflation. US has also less than 10, yeah, so it's, 
it's, it's also big the inflation, but in Poland is you know is it's three times, two times bigger. So economy is is yeah. uh, we also we also depend on uh, energy from Russia. We depended on energy of Russia. We bought most of the oil from them uh, and uh, gas also. So we prepare some other other uh, ways to get the oil. Other we also we buy oil from US also uh, right now, which is uh, more expensive but is safer. Yeah, uh, the uh, from Norway and from Africa. Let's. Uh, this year in Europe, according energy is uh, very very weak. Yeah, and, uh, we have lack of energy. The energy is very expensive. Uh, on the west side of Europe, people are afraid that they won't be able to heat their houses during the the winter. We are in not 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 such bad position, but um, the costs are. Are increasing two times, yeah, from last years in Poland. We have the, we have the energy, but it's it's expensive. So, uh, I think uh, the recent years from uh, sorry, recent news that we are buying a nuclear nuclear power plant uh, based on U.S. technology, which is quite good. So. Let's say, but you know, you will obtain this nuclear power plant in ten years, fifteen years. Yeah, so next next years could be difficult in in, in our in in Europe. Yeah. Yeah, I was just about to ask. Nuclear seems uh, promising. A lot of people talk about nuclear. I was going to ask if it seems like something you're open to, but it sounds like, of course, why not? Yeah, I. I uh, I have uh, seen the studies about it, and eighty more than eighty percent of polls are uh, are saying yes to nuclear power plant. So it's quite good, I think, because it's safety and cheap. Yeah, let's say mm -hmm. most most of countries in Europe has power plants, nuclear power plants. Even Ukraine has it. Yeah. So uh, now the technology is quite safe, I think. Uh, and in Europe, European Union, we have this very, uh, very, very strong eco uh, attitude. Yeah, we want everything to be green, zero waste. Uh, and for our country, which is based on coal, we, we basically sleep on the coal. Yeah, Poland is, uh, I think, the mm -hmm. big, biggest producer and of very, very high quality of coal. We have the uh, if you check the Polish call, is like anthracite. Is that is that the word? Uh, yeah. So it's basically anthracite. Uh, so the best kind of the coal. But in European Union, it's uh, let's say on the blacklist um, to use coal, and uh, our economy is let's say it's not good for our economy. Maybe it's good for our environment. But if you check how the you know pollution is pro produced all over the world the european union is only eight percent of the global um, co2 production so let's say our coal is not a not a such a big thing in uh, when you compare it to the rest of the world yeah 
states are, mm-hmm. let's say, the U.S. think about their economy, uh, and you you are not such such a green country. You you don't you are not going into the green like European Union in such such a fast way. Yeah, you think to do it more more uh, more clever. I think. Yeah. I think we we need a green economy, but let's say you have to have to give some countries like us some time to to switch yeah yeah i mean these of course very complicated problems uh especially energy but it seems crazy to me when we have options to have it people not getting heat in their homes in the winter if there is some solution maybe it's whether the long-term benefits aren't great or maybe it takes a long time to fix get green solutions uh there's no reason people should be freezing now. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's some, short-sighted. <laughs> there, are, there are so countries in uh, in Europe that you have to put your you don't you are not allowed by law to have more than 90 degrees during the winter. I would check 90 degrees Celsius. Uh, sorry. Seems reasonable. Celsius to that seems reasonable, right? Far and Height. You have Fahrenheit in US, yeah? What? Well, yeah, 90 is very hot. No, no. Uh, let's it's like see. a sauna. One degree Celsius. 90, 90 Celsius. Let's say for my wife, 90, 90 she's, she's freezing. <laughs> okay, 90 is 66 in Fahrenheit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's not that's not hot at all. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that's the highest temperature they're allowed is sixty six. Sixty six in in Swiss. Wow, uh, that's crazy. Let's say the in, uh, according to my family, we we would like to have seventy, yeah, seventy Fahrenheit degrees in our home during the winter or even more. Yeah. So, and let's say we can allow it right now, but what will be in couple in couple months? Who knows? Yeah, the, we bought some energy from Ukraine for the some time also, because they have the nuclear power plants. Now the Russia is striking into the energy infrastructure, into a gas infrastructure. They want to um, civilians to freeze yeah, during the winter. Yeah. The winter in our part of uh, our part of the Europe is quite cold. It, you can have uh, sometimes it's not not very often but sometimes in poland you have minus 20 celsius which is in fahrenheit uh, 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 uh. give me a second my my wifi Close to zero Zero Fahrenheit, yeah. Zero Fahrenheit is minus seven, minus eighteen, minus eighteen Celsius. So sometimes we have the less than zero Fahrenheit, yeah, during the winter. In freezer you have uh, it's it's a temperature like in freezer, yeah. So those people from Ukraine probably mm. they would try to get to the to the Poland 
for the winter at least otherwise they, they will freeze yeah. so for us it's a very let's say yeah we it's an unfortunate to... time in yeah. 2022 yeah yeah it's like you know middle ages yeah so uh, we take them because we, what we can do uh, they came to us but it's also the uh, it's a, a huge cost for our economy but we, we must we must do it yeah well, we won't let, let them freeze yeah so we we took uh, from the beginning of the war were about three million people from the Ukraine uh, and during this winter we will see yeah last winter uh, Russia didn't destroy the power plants and uh, such such things yeah so they they have heating even they there's war there was heating now we won't we won't know you took three million people from Ukraine yes yeah that's crazy for a country of 40 million to have three million visiting yeah, yeah. supporting them yeah, uh, uh, that's I, like nine ten percent of your population uh, let's say probably half of them went uh, to other countries later but uh, i would check because we have something like personal number which you want to stay in poland you have to obtain this special number uh, i would check how many of them get this number Uh, not so much, not so much. So, uh, so a lot of them pass through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you you can see it, and uh, in um, let's say um, women are working in markets. Yeah, like uh, cashiers. Uh, um, there are some some cities in, in Poland that have the 20% of Ukrainian people like Wrocław. So, but it's, let's say for us, it's good. Yeah. Because we have, uh, they came here and they want to work. Yeah. So for our economy is also something we spend a lot of money to have them, but they also are working and uh, in Poland and uh, it gives something in, in, in back, yeah. So we want, we can say it's, uh, we have an issue, yeah. It's an issue, but you, it's also an opportunity for us. Yeah, and that makes sense, do, seems uh, like a good perspective. And, and do you think there's- We are, we are doing something good, yeah, by the yeah, way. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. and is there op a potential for rebuild to do work with the government or the military of course is there is a, such a potential uh, uh, i think when the war where where will be ended in ukraine i maybe we don't nobody can say when yeah but this country is destroyed yeah uh, when you see the broadcast from U ukraine Ukraine, it's, it's a disaster, yeah, what happened here. It's like a salvage of the, some wild people, yeah. When you read what, what they are doing here, yeah, I, I, I want to, maybe I, well, let's not say about it, you can read it, but um, it's not such thing that civilized, civilized people do, yeah. 
uh, it's a disaster for for the, for the for that people. Uh, like, you know, animals kills people when they want to eat, yeah, and they kill people for the fun, yeah. So uh, it's uh, and it's you know, when you hear hear about it in some somewhere in Africa, it doesn't affect you, and it it's not uh, you say yeah it happened yeah if it's very very near for you uh, from you you start to feel it and it's quite different yeah and then you see yeah it's uh, it's it's bad yeah yeah i really appreciate your openness and ability to talk about these things i don't get a lot of opportunities to talk to people from poland and so it's great to hear your perspective uh, even a little outside the 3D printed construction world and just understand a little bit about what's happening in the world around it's, you. It's also, in, in, it, it has influence on everything, also in 3DCP, yeah? The, the, the war is changing everything, yeah? In our, our part. Yeah? Even in, in, some people are freezing in, in Western societies, yeah? Because they don't have energy. The, the energy is expensive, so we are, we are let's say, poor becoming poor because you have to spend a lot of money to hit your hit your flat yeah uh, it's yeah let, let's say every everyone wants it to end as soon as possible yeah absolutely but it's good you guys are still working on your technologies and uh you'll be able to continue advancing it it's uh a leader in there's no other 3d printed construction companies in poland are there no 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 we are we are alone yeah it's no no let's say it's it's easier to be with somebody because you can you can you can make and some make some pressure some influence yeah um, change the law change the norms change the administration to uh, it's it i think it could be easier to work with somebody right now we are alone and uh, uh, we are, but we are together with couple, few, few uh, companies from the from the world. I think in, uh, there is something, let's say, less than fifty, but they are present at all, uh, all over. They are present all over the world. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure there's been a tremendous reaction, probably from the Polish people. People always get excited when they see the first construction automation company in their country. Uh, what, what has their reaction been like in your experience? Uh, some of them are uh, excited. Some of them, um, let's say, building houses in Poland is very traditional way. I will do it with my father-in-law and I will do it uh, alone. Yeah? So um, a lot of people mm -hmm. build the houses alone. It's... Uh, it's a good thing, I think. Yeah, so it's uh, so they are not interested in that area, but uh, uh, fascinating. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, a lot of people are very interested in develop future development, and they are asking build me build a house. They are asking about possibilities of building uh, such houses uh, in Poland, and I think uh, next year 
uh, will happen that we expected that year, yeah, that we will build a couple of houses uh, in our country and uh, make this technology more uh, visible. Yeah, I know some of the best carpenters in the world come from Poland, and so maybe they get a little bit uh, jealous or maybe find it a little bit offensive. Uh, oh, that's an interesting dynamic that... I think a lot of people from Poland are working in US and I think they are quite... Uh, there, there is, you have some uh, maybe not politically corrected Polish jokes, which I think doesn't exactly uh, meet what you get because those people, though, those people who came to US, they work hard on, let's say, on construction sites, and uh, I think they give such a good thing for your economy. And we also we miss them, yeah, because we yeah. want we want to have them here to to develop our country, yeah. But uh, they are in US, which yes, I know you have country of opportunities yeah <laughs> yeah it's always tricky it's a shame to lose some of your talented people uh but we're always happy to have them yeah but u.s is u.s doesn't lose uh, talented people because uh, mostly mm, talented people go to u.s yeah so it's uh, you have a very good position for, for now maybe uh, uh, in the future they all go to china or something but let's say you have uh, quite Who knows? quite good level and uh, you are doing uh, good work. Yeah, everyone wants to have the best people in best in in such area in, in their country. Yeah, so you manage to do it, and uh, just you can be jealous about it. Yeah, <laughs> and do the same. Yeah, prepare the conditions that they will came to us. <laughs> Build new, new, new. Well, new I'm often jealous of all the construction innovation happening over in Europe. It tends to happen in Europe before America, uh, just because your construction is more forward-thinking and more innovative generally. Uh, so I'll, I'll make Maybe. sure to stop by Poland next time I'm in uh, Europe, and hopefully you guys have a print going on. Yeah, I, I, I would like to invite you. Just let's say, email me before, and we will prepare something. So is you, there anything say, we didn't discuss today that uh, we can talk about? No, I think we had a very, uh, very friendly conversation about a couple of topics uh, and we discussed it. Yeah. So I, I want to ask you, you said that you are 20% Polish. You said something like this? Something like that. I don't know the exact number, but uh, around there many generations ago. Ah, okay, okay. So, so let's say uh, <laughs> we had uh, sixty percent of Polish people on this meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. You're a hundred percent Polish, <laughs> or eight ninety eighty. Um, it in you, when you are in Poland, sure. you can't be sure about about it. Yeah, because we have the mixture of the people. We are in, in center of the Europe, so you probably. Um, you can have something uh, German, Russian. We also has a very big Jewish community in Poland uh, for hundreds of the years before the Second War, of course. 
So it, it, you, you can't be sure about it, but let's say I'm, I'm quite, I have a I'm high, high amount of the pole in pole in me, yeah, but I'm not sure it's a hundred percent. Yeah, it, it, it cannot be. Yeah, four years ago, I was doing apprentice carpentry and I was uh, working with a crew of four Polish guys and it was two guys that spoke good English, two guys spoke almost no English. Uh, and I was just hanging out with them, banging nails and stuff. And it was just a, yeah, it was a cool experience. I got to know them pretty well over the time. And uh, yeah, they're great to work with, really nice. And they were always willing to teach me stuff and they were patient with me, so it's mm. good. I hope my English was good enough that you were able to mix something useful for you. Oh yeah. I, I've tried, but you know. One of my favorite parts of my job is getting to talk to people from around the world. Your English is great. I mean, uh, some people need a translator on the call with them. So it's, uh, it's I'm great. Using, I'm not using ask for anything more. this language, you know, every day. So I, I'm uh, forgetting some words and uh, have to find some synonyms. Then the construction of the geometry is not the proper one. The, the tenses in English is, I, I would say I'm using three or five tenses, and you have the 15 tenses, as I, as I know. So uh, maybe it's not the best one, but I hope uh, it, it was easy to understood. Yeah, no, everything was great. The communication was clear, and I think I understood everything. Uh, so yeah, this is just the first part of the story. You guys have a lot of building left to do, and hopefully in the future you'll be like a billion dollar company and we'll be able to look yeah, back I at hope, our first call and I say hope. look where they maybe. started from and look how much they grew so yeah maybe after this uh, presentation is such well-known <laughs> channel uh, my visibility will be bigger who knows yeah yeah i mean usually i would never expect one video to be huge but any random video can so sometimes yeah. a video might get it a hundred views, a thousand views, a million views. Uh, it's a, it's like a mystery box. Yeah. Yeah. In, internet is quite complicated thing. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the, the views and followers, something I have a small seven year old son at what he's watching on YouTube. It's a waste of time. He, he watch how some people play games. But it has go way play, more views go, than my videos. Go play this game yourself <laughs> and don't waste time for watching someone. And I see they have the million of uh, million, a couple thousands, uh, hundred thousand of followers. Yeah, people who are seeing it. It's yeah, <laughs> hard to under. I'm too old. <laughs> Yeah, I have a hypothesis that as time goes on, the, all the library of information will be online. So the silly, entertaining stuff, it's funny now, it might go away. But the stuff that's scientific and focused on education might last a really long time. But we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. You are right, I think, because uh, my son, he ran to learn to read from internet yeah uh, to to count from internet yeah but on youtube wow. it's easier to get uh, the songs one two three four five and he was able to count in english before he was able to count in polish yeah so it, it's you maybe we are saying this is a bad thing but i would say some of you have the access to such 
uh, a lot of information right now. Uh, everything is easier. You can learn everything. You can learn everything almost from internet. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thank you for joining me on the call today, and we'll certainly do this again soon. Try to get lots of footage of all your prints in the meantime, okay. uh, and maybe we can do some like small Instagram video or something. Uh, okay. We can talk about that, but we'll stay in touch, and uh, good luck on your construction journey. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation, and see you.